0: that I don't understand anything, that I buy the diagnosis for my son to make him invalid just artificially without any improvement. Wow. They didn't believe the conclusion of doctor. They said that I lie. that I did this specially. So it's a, it's a problem.
1: Wow. That's terrible.
0: That's mentality of our people.
1: I'm sorry. They,
0: they said that my son is spoiled because I didn't, do anything to him because i i'm not a mother at all that i was working i'm thinking about my business yes it's true i didn't see him i i saw him when he was sleeping because he had two nannies two uh women women local who cared about him a day at night because i was working i had to to earn some money i was alone yeah And then he didn't speak any language because he was living in a society they spoke Khmer, Khmer language. I spoke to people in English, to him in Russian. And I thought, maybe that's a problem. Uh, My son is like a monkey and no pedagogical education and surroundings. Yeah, yeah. And I always accused myself. So I said, it's my fault. It's my fault. It's my Mm. fault.
1: And now I change my
0: mind every day. Change my mind. It's hard.
1: You, you know it's not your fault, right?
0: Yeah, I know because I, cut, uh, I because I cried on my mom, on my brother. I said, go, go away with your conclusions. It's not my matter. I do what I, I do and no one can help me. I will do what I can do. It's my life.
1: Welcome to the Daily Naked Parent Podcast brought to you by Rocco Blue, the first ever brand focused on supporting parents with special needs children. Naked Parent Nation is a group of parents with special needs children who are willing to get vulnerable, strip it all down, and take a look at ourselves, our parenting, our family, and our plans to create a life beyond our wildest dreams. On today's show, we'll be discussing how to battle through adversity. Hello, Naked Parent Nation, and welcome to today's episode of the Naked Parent Podcast. My name's Chad Ratliff, and I'm your host. And before I introduce you to our guest today, let me start by sharing the Naked Parent Nation offering. Naked Parent Nation is a worldwide community of parents and professionals raising children with all kinds of needs. We come together to share our naked truth, support our fellow parents, and inspire the inner growth that each of us needs to build the life and family of our dreams. For the parents that are struggling, we want you to know that we will love you until you can love yourself. For your children, we pray and send power from our collective group. As we come to understand our divine nature, we realize that there's no need to feel sorry for ourselves, be angry, or feel lack. We come to understand that our feelings of limitation and separation are only in our minds. Through self-realization, we expand our consciousness so that the challenges that perplex us today dissipate one by one until we're able to see and experience gratitude and beauty in everything just as it is. We have the power to create any kind of life we want for ourselves and our families. We do this by living in the naked present moment one day at a time. So if you're ready to take back your life or just continue your journey of awareness and consciousness, then let me welcome you to Naked Parent Nation and the Naked Parent Podcast. Today on the show from Spain, we have Olena Serduk. Did I do that okay? Welcome yes. to the show, Olena.
0: Thank you for inviting me.
1: Thank yeah. you for being here. You are a mother of one child, is that right?
0: Yes, I have only one son.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about him?
0: Uh, we are Ukrainian. We escaped the war. And as a refugee, it's arrived uh, to Spain. Yeah. And it's 10 months uh, we stay here. Wow. So, yeah, it's hard period.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine. How are you, are you finding any support where you are are you finding any community where you are or yes. do you, are you just alone
0: yeah but it was uh, challenging to find a school when we were leaving ukraine i asked myself as many ukrainians asked where i want to go to survive for a while uh and poland uh, switzerland germany because all the world opened the doors and said, welcome Ukrainians, you can feel yourself uh, well here. And then uh, I thought, yeah, they told me that Spain is good for autistic children, for special children. And I said, yes, I will go there. I didn't know anything. I just, it was kind of, uh, okay, I'll do it. They say it might work. And when we arrived, few um, first eight months were the most difficult because the public school doesn't know anything about how to work how to deal with such children they don't have resources so they they are focused on normal uh, normal children and i had a crisis so i met a huge crisis mental uh psychological and my son as well so and even here we got to a a clinic, psychiatric clinic, because I cried and he always kicked himself every minute and every minute and said, Mom, it hurts me, it hurts me, it hurts me. Every minute during a few weeks, during several weeks. So uh, they provided us when it was like a the end of the world, I was thinking about bad, something bad. And then one day they said, okay, we give you one apartment in a small city of Spain, in Catalonia, and we will find a good school, specialized school. And now it's three months, he goes to this school and I'm happiest person in the world because I found that, that I could not imagine that it can be in my life.
1: Wow. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. He's changing every day. The team of psychologists, animal therapy, logope- logop- logopedias in Spanish, musical therapy. They play games. Uh, they have um, everything they have. <laughs> so they wow. care about people.
1: Wow, I'm so happy for you. You guys deserve that at least, is to have a yeah. good program. Can you tell us about your son, How what his special needs look like? Is he low-functioning? Is he high-functioning? Is he verbal? Can you tell us a little bit about his challenges?
0: He's talking, he's walking, he's doing everything. He's quite independent. He cannot communicate. He's obsessive and aggressive when people don't accept his rules, when they don't understand his fantasies, and uh, he cannot be in crowd or when it's very loud, or I don't know how to say.
1: The sensory, like sensory.
0: Sensory to the world, yeah. And he prefers to stay alone in his room with me now, but he's at the same time, he's looking for friends. He's looking for communicating, but he cannot. And the school is helping him. And now he's talking about his one friend, about teachers, about uh, what he's doing in school, and they're playing, and they compete. And now he doesn't cry every minute when something wrong. Yeah, I think he's a very intelligent guy who will survive and he will be very successful and good in his life.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Can you tell us when, at what age, you first noticed that, Something Mm -hmm. looked like it was he was going down a path that you didn't recognize.
0: Yeah, we lived in Cambodia. He was born in Cambodia. I had my business there. I had it. DMC, uh, destination management company. So I was the owner and I worked a lot. Uh, he was born uh, in 2015. And after one year and a half, I saw that something wrong with him. Uh, when he goes uh, with Nanny uh, outside, uh, they go outside. Um, he could not accept when someone touched him or look at him. He became screaming, like, but he could not talk. And it was funny for people, they played with him, but he was much more aggressive. So then he was walking on tiptoe all the time. I could not understand. I didn't know anything about that. He was my first child. I don't have any experience of motherhood. And uh, I worked a lot and there were no uh, Russian or Ukrainian speaking community around who had small children and who could help me. And Cambodia is quite undeveloped, was undeveloped country, and they didn't know anything about medicine in a good sense of this word. So we the survived there. And then he uh, closed his ears when uh, some uh, loud sound, so he was sensitive to smells or... He always uh, was obsessive with uh, collecting some small things, the same things like bottle caps or cigarettes uh, in the street, and he could do it for a long time. He also, I don't know, he was quite uh, hyperactive, and he he didn't need anyone at all, so he could stay in kindergarten in a group of twenty children. And he exactly didn't notice anyone for hours. He, he didn't need anyone. He was isolated. He behaved like he, he's alone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being a parent is very challenging. Being mm-hmm. a parent of a special needs child is extremely mm-hmm. challenging. And then with the ad- adversity that you've shared with us, it's, uh, it's hard to comprehend. I want to celebrate you for all you've done, and it inspires us. How are you taking care of you? How are you making it through all of this and not giving up?
0: Actually, I don't do anything. I started to work with psychologists six months ago. This is my first self-investment.
1: I'm glad so, you're doing that.
0: One hour per week, we are talking about me, how I feel, what I think, what did I see in my dreams, how is Fedor going in school, so about anything. And then it helped. It was helpful for me. So this is kind of a therapy that I can see and notice any small changes in my life. But that's all, I don't do anything else because I don't have energy and resources for doing anything for myself. I'm just looking for money, I'm collecting the food from um, service, uh, social service. I go to work right now, I have to to go by bus to, to another city and from this city to another by train to get to my office, <laughs> and then come back to pick up my son and then we eat i have classes of uh, spanish 2 hours and then we go to sleep so i have the goal i have something to to do and uh, i all, only listen music medit- meditative music yes i started to make exercises on sundays only 1 hour I do what I like. I like to add ed- uh, film editing. So I do something with uh, my phone. So it makes me happy.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad you're doing some things for yourself. It's not really comparable, but the challenge that I faced in my life, the the difficulty of having five kids and the mom going off and doing drugs and That was my challenge. And um, it's not comparable to your challenge. But the stuff that I did for myself was so important for me and for my kids. That's what I found. And so sometimes I think that parents are looking for the the right school or the right technique for their kids. Mm -hmm. When sometimes I think taking care of themselves would be the best thing they could do for their kids, you know, and so I hope that you continue to find things that you like to do and that support you, keep you, because we need those things, I think.
0: Exactly. Uh, due to your program, I found that self-caring is very important. Before, I, I was not thinking about that. And then I started to read more or listen, and I say yes, it's so important. Yeah, because when I had the crisis, he he also had uh, the same. So it's very connected. So when I'm happy and when I'm stabilized, my mind is stabilized. I don't have uh, problems inside. So, and he's better. So that's why we have to do something. And then uh, the doctors gave me um, uh, the treatment. With uh, antidepressants, yet I don't know how it's in English.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And tranquilizers for sleeping. And I'm taking these medicines during four or five months. It's first in my life. I never was thinking about such things that I can accept some medicines for sleeping. It's no. (laughs) Um, But now I feel better. So the world is crazy.
1: Yes, I had real issues with. I just would tell the same the story in my head over and over. I would go over the stuff that was causing me pain, Mm -hmm. and it just and so I found meditation. Mm -hmm. It changed my life, and it changed my kids' life. And now, if I start acting a little agitated, my kids will say, "Did you meditate today?" (laughs) They'll they'll say. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we, we'll we take care of the kids right now. You go meditate because they like the dad that meditates better than the dad that doesn't. Um, so I'm happy that you're finding some of these things. And um, we're planning through the show to continue. You know, we're going to start a meditation meeting and we're mm-hmm. starting to produce some other content for the parents. So I'll make sure that you get some of the information and maybe some of it will help, or maybe you'll use some of it. But back to your story of you and your son, I'm glad he's in a good school. Can you tell us what a difficult day looks like when his sensory mm-hmm. is not doing well? Like, how does he act when he's having a difficult day?
0: Yeah, he, he has uh, difficult days every day, but now less and less and less, and I'm happy now. Okay. I. If you see me three months ago, you would see another face.
1: Uh. It was
0: black, unrecognizable. So it was awful. Now I'm different because I'm really happy. It was first time, maybe he was five years old because it was the first time when I invited two children in my house in Cambodia. I had office, shop and uh, apartment, So I had a house with uh, four floors. And the first floor, is. a big uh, space they just uh, were drawing something and then uh, finally maybe 10 minutes later after they arrived he stopped and started to, to break everything to throw everything and scream like crazy scream and then he ran in the streets without anything wow. uh, he took all the clothes and he was screaming very high, I don't know so loudly, I could not do anything. I cried on him, pushed him, I asked him, but it was awful, it was it was a big shame for me because all the neighbors were looking at us. And then he was screaming like 15 minutes and then he stopped, like another person said, mom, where are the children? What's happened? Oh, you say, Fedia, I don't know, you were screaming, something happened with you. Why did they leave our house? I I say, I don't know. He's like, if something happens with his brain, I don't know what's working like that. And then when we went to Ukraine to observe him, I tried to find a solution. What's wrong with him? Because everybody could not understand. He was a normal boy talking, walking, so all, but he was strange, hyperactive. And they said, what's wrong with your child? We don't understand we cannot explain but something wrong with him do you know what that i said no i don't know i don't know maybe he has some nervous uh, some problems uh, i have to go to check his health and it this way took uh, two years to observe him it was very difficult for me but finally when we arrived to ukraine i brought him because it was pandemic and i lost my business and we I uh, had to start from the very beginning so I brought him to Ukraine and I didn't have money. I sold my land, I left office I because this was the I thought that it was the difficult period in my life but no. <laughs> mm, <laughs> you see, wow. so I started from the very beginning with 10 USD do, uh, do, with US dollars in my pocket. Wow. And I was looking for a job in a small city uh, near the border uh, with Belarusia and Ukraine, in the north of Ukraine. Uh, small, small city. No work, no money, nothing. And then uh, they offered me a job as a teacher assistant in a kindergarten. So I had to work with um, children with a special needs. So, it, and then when I c- came there and I worked with three children, I saw aha autism aha uh-huh. and I'm reading reading, and say oh I see 1.2 point 3 point that's something wrong with my child maybe that's something so aha uh-huh. okay and I wow. call to one psych- psych- psychologist and I say, I don't know what to do she said I give you the number of my friend he's psych psychiatric you go to Kiev to the capital and talk to him when we arrived he was looking at the child say didn't you see? Don't you see what's happening? I say, no. Look, this, this, this. He's always walking uh, on the circle. Uh, he's uh, watching on the light and make uh, something with his face. like.
1: Continue.
0: Yeah. And then uh, he doesn't have understanding what he can do or what he cannot do. And other, other many things he's, talk- he's telling me. And then he says, okay, I give you the phone of the head of the psychiatric clinic the best but you call directly to him because there is no chance to get to this clinic because there's huge lines for six months and it's impossible so I, I call him and he told me how much I have to pay Mm. So I bring my child, I pay money. We stay two weeks sleeping on a bed without anything, without furniture, without anything. It was just one bed and one room without nothing. Wow. And I stay with my child. And it was only five minutes when I could see my doctor during two weeks. And wow. he said, okay, yeah, I see everything. So now we report and then we uh, bring all the doctors together. And we will give you the conclusion about your son, and uh, just I I I say I want to talk to psychologist. No, it's impossible. He's very busy. I say no. I pay money. I give other money, and then he paid fifteen minutes of his attention to me, and he and I was writing so quickly because it was like a star of psych- psychiatry. And he sent me everything about how brains uh, works, how it happens, what I have to do, what I have not to do. And I said, wow, I did that. So it was the key point of my new journey. And from this point, I started another life. Wow. Life was struggling with my family because they said that I'm an idiot, that I'm bad mother, that I don't understand anything, that I buy the diagnosis for my son to make him invalid just artificially, without any improvement. Wow. They didn't believe the conclusion of doctors. They said that I lie. that I did this specially. So it's, uh, it's a problem.
1: Wow, that's terrible.
0: That's mentality of our people. I'm sorry. They, they said that my son is spoiled because I didn't do anything to him because I, I'm not, a mother at all, that I was working, I'm thinking about my business. Yes, it's true. I didn't see him. I I saw him when he was sleeping because he had two nannies, two uh, women, women local who cared about him at day at night because I was working. I had to, to earn some money. I was alone. Yeah. And then he didn't speak any language because he was living in a society. They spoke Khmer, Khmer language. I spoke to people in English, to him in Russian, and I thought, maybe that's a problem. Uh, my son is like monkey and no pedagogical education and surroundings. Yeah, yeah, and I always accused myself. So I said, it's my fault, it's my fault, it's mm. my fault. And now I change fault. my mind every day, change my mind, it's hard.
1: You you know it's not your fault, right?
0: Yeah, I know, because I, cut, uh, I, because I cried on my... Mom, on my brother said, go, go away with your conclusions, it's not my matter. I do what I, I do, and no one can help me. I will do what I can do, it's my life. Yes, and then and then my mom now say, Oh, um, you know, I, I read the article about autistic children, they're so talented. Mm-hmm. My mom right. said, Oh, his, his uh, drawings are so nice, how's Fedor? Oh. And so it took several years to to change my relations with close people, Mm -hmm. my relatives.
1: Wow. It's so difficult. People would always say, my son's very low functioning. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that every autistic person is like, has some Beethoven, you know, super genius quality. And it's like, the spectrum is very big. You know, it is a lot of different levels of autism you know and so not everybody is going to be and so they say oh you know they're geniuses it's so they don't realize how insensitive the comment really is so i just want to this is just something that's on my heart that your story it break you know in one way it breaks my heart you know i was i was in tears at the beginning of our conversation But now that I know what I've gone through and the people have given me feedback on how I handled adversity came out the other side and how inspiring it was for them, while it breaks my heart, I know that the listeners right now are so inspired. I know that the listeners right now are realizing that the things that they were challenged with aren't that bad. Yeah. And so you're helping so many people right now yeah. and turning a very difficult situation into something very powerful. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I just, I want you to know that.
0: And we are adapting to changes so many times. My son always asked me, mom, where is our home? This is our house. No, that in Cambodia, in Ukraine, in Barcelona, here. Do we have this house for a long time? Are you sure, mom? I say, yes, yes. Now, yes. But I know that I cannot live here for a long time because we are refugees. So we have to go away one day or I have to apply for uh, temporal residence or, uh, oh, that's a new challenge for me. Yes. To stabilize this life because he needs that. He needs yes. that.
1: Well, I hope you stay on the path that you're on right now because it sounds like a good one and i think your smile you know shows it's beautiful you. thank so, you
0: for your support thank I you hope... for letting me tell something yeah. because it's my first time first time when i'm talking about that
1: really it's yeah. unbelievable <laughs> i mean you really are going to help a lot of people right now so What's the next thing on your list that you want to add for your own well-being? What's the next thing you want to do for yourself?
0: I'm dreaming about massage uh, of head and oh, neck and shoulders here because that's I need for my well-being.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to be an intention. I'm going to put intention with you that that comes to you in a way that you least expect it. Thank you. <laughs> and <it shows laughs> and I wish
0: everybody success in their own way of struggling and surviving and prospering in that way.
1: I don't know what the time difference is for you, but um, we have a support group that we just started, and it's actually tonight, my time. It's, um, what what time is it now? Uh, it's
0: uh, Here, it's... 7 30 or evening
1: it's in eight hours from right now it's in eight hours so i don't know what time that
0: it's night deep night here will be
1: middle of the night
0: yeah okay
1: well so, anyway if if you're up in the middle of the night you're welcome to uh <laughs> to join us in the support group and i would love to stay connected i have no idea but is there anything that we can do to help you
0: uh, you know, when I uh, created my page on Instagram, the first who arrived to my page and messaged, it, it was you. And then it, it, it's also a new page in my life. So you are very supportive. <laughs> mm. Now it's too much for me.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. That's good. Well, let's, um can we stay connected and hear how things are going in, you know, in a little, mm-hmm. and just you know, remain friends, and I'd love to, you know, be a friend to you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, Yeah, I will be happy to. <laughs> yes. It's, okay. Yes. Well, yes. thank you. Um,
1: so at the end of the show, sometimes we have um, what we call a vision for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how good it is because I just recently wrote it. I feel inspired to share it. So this will be in closing a vision for you but it's for everybody right okay if life is challenging if you're feeling sad and lonely if you're feeling overwhelmed naked parent nation and the naked parent podcast provides a framework for living that will allow you a perspective shift helping life become bright wondrous and joyful you will see how the path you've traveled can help other parents on a similar journey No matter how dark life is today, you will be able to shed feelings of being a victim, feelings of loss and come to accept and enjoy life exactly as it is. How you perceive your life will change. You will come to understand that higher consciousness will allow the life of your dreams and beyond. Are these promises realistic? We think they are. Parents in Naked Parent Nation are realizing these promises each and every day. The vision will become your reality if you put in the work. Through self-care, meditation, love for our families, and divine consciousness, may we all build a life beyond our wildest dreams. I want to wish both of you a lot of joy and prosperity in Spain, and I hope that your new home is uh, brings you lots of blessings.
0: Thank you so much. Okay, okay. thank you
1: for taking the time.
0: Thank you. Let's keep in touch, yes. Okay. So now I close I close here.
1: Bye guys. This concludes our show for today, and I'd like to personally thank you for spending the time with us on a topic near and dear to our hearts.